You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, July 26th. I can't believe July's nearly over. Massive week in soccer. Women's World Cup tonight. Messi got two goals last night. Nakaksa got destroyed thanks to a red card in the 12th minute uh, in the Liga's Cup. But we can't start with soccer because, holy cow, what a monster day Tuesday was for news. Yes, I was fortunate to be hosting the Herd, and you had the Saquon Barkley news right out of the gate. Then you had the Jalen Brown news. But trumping all that, I believe, was what went down with Justin Herbert late Tuesday afternoon. Justin Herbert, the Chargers quarterback, who it clearly is one of the 10 Talent, the most 10 most talented quarterbacks in the league. Justin Herbert gets his second contract. It is a whopper. He is now the highest paid quarterback in the league on the heels of. Are you ready for this? On the heels of Jalen Hurts resetting the quarterback market. Jalen Hurts got five years, 255 mil. Lamar Jackson then won up that. He waited to get paid five years, 260 mil. And now Justin Herbert checks in five years, 262 and a half mil. Um, $133 million guaranteed, um, no trade clause, which is interesting, although I cannot imagine that anybody would want to trade Justin Herbert. This, of course, sets the uh, sets the table for Joe Burrow to now get, I don't know, $300 million in his next deal, considering he's been to a Super Bowl, um, he's been to uh, AFC Championship games. Like, this guy is going to get more than Herbert. I, I just want to 
stress some caution for Chargers fans because they're all giddy and I get it. Like, I'm excited for Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. I'm super stoked. With the Chargers, you guys are even more excited. Like, you've had some franchise quarterbacks, Dan Fouts, Phillip Rivers, franchise guys. Um, None of them really, I mean, listen, Dan Fouts is a Hall of Famer. Rivers probably going to make the Hall of Fame. I think few would argue, like, Justin Herbert, just talent alone early in his career is at least as good as Fouts. I know Fouts was throwing major touchdowns and was an incredible quarterback in the 80s, but I'm just telling you, from the size and speed, like Justin Herbert is special, and he deserves this this contract fully. It's a reason to be excited, clearly. The reason I preach caution is because I will never forget sitting on the set of The Herd last year, and Sean Payton would come on every week, and, you know, he's just ta- telling stories and stories. And I'm, ask- I'm just being a sponge around him and asking him, well, what do you think about this guy? How about this quarterback? How much would you pay him? And he stopped me at one point when we were talking Lamar Jackson in a commercial break and says straight up, Jason, tell me how many teams have won a Super Bowl when your quarterback is the highest paid quarterback in the league or even top three. And I was like, oh, okay. So I start researching and it's very, very tough to find one. Okay, remember, Tom Brady took less, which, you know, helped the Patriots win a lot, but also kind of depressed the quarterback market a little. And then every time you got somebody resetting it, whether it's Dak Prescott, um, uh, Lamar Jackson, like all these guys reset it, it just makes it more difficult to build a Super Bowl roster around said quarterback. So Chargers fans, you could be all excited. I'm looking at the salary cap right now for 2023. The biggest cap hit. On the Chargers. And they did a good thing going after this guy was J.C. Jackson, who played for the Patriots. He was an abomination. I was at the Broncos-Chargers game on, I think it was Monday night? Yeah, Monday night football. And Jackson was an abomination. He got benched in that game. He just was terrible. He was awesome with the Patriots. Goes to the Chargers and is just, he couldn't guard anybody. Then he gets a gruesome injury. I I guess he's going to be back next year. I haven't heard if he's going to start on the pup list. But he's your biggest cap hit. Number two is Khalil Mack, who... Let's be real. He ain't the guy he was three or four years ago. So your biggest two cap hits this year, one's injured, and the other is not trending toward Wash, but just not what he was. Bosa, he's going to get paid if he hasn't already. Uh, And then you got Mike Williams, and you start looking down the roster, and you're like, geez, how would these guys not want a playoff game? They did the right thing. You've got the quarterback on the rookie deal. Spend, spend, spend. They had a great roster, and they have zero playoff wins to show for it. They had that brutal, weak Seven, week 17 or 18, whatever the final game was, final game of the season on Sunday Night Football against Rob G's Raiders. Just a devastating loss for the Chargers. They had that game. Coach totally botched it at the end, calling that timeout, enabled the Raiders to go and kick the field goal. Raiders make the playoffs, Chargers go home. Last year, Chargers advanced to the playoffs, take a 27-0 lead on the, on the Jags. Look like, oh boy, Chargers are going to be a problem in the AFC. And they blow the lead in the second half. Now they enter this season with their coach, on the hot seat, the quarterback about to get paid. And let's just say that the defensive genius masquerading as a head coach, let's say he fails this year. You want to go ahead and fire him. You're going to be now on coach number three for Justin Herbert this early in his career. Remember, don't forget Anthony Lynn as the rookie. They were like, we got to get Anthony Lynn out of here. Got to get him out. They hire another defensive guy. It just hasn't gone well. Listen, I'm optimistic about Kellen Moore. I like the Chargers this year, but then you look at the AFC. Rob, I'm going to keep it real. As of right now, I don't have the Chargers in the playoffs. Um, It's going to be extremely difficult to make it. We know the Ravens, if they're healthy with Lamar, they're going to be in the mix. Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson and Stefanski with a full offseason to prep and him, Watson in for a full season, they're going to be good. 
Tua healthy with Miami's going to be a problem. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, like Russell Wilson and Peyton. <coughs> Rob, I, it's difficult for me to get overly excited about Herbert. Yes, you've got him under contract. Great. But now what are you going to do? Yeah, that's the million-dollar question. And as great as Justin Herbert is, we talked about this on the pod going back several years, talented, as you mentioned, easily a top five most talented quarterback in the NFL right now when you consider arm strength, accuracy, mobility, ability to throw on the run, throw from the pocket. He can do it all. He, he is what I would consider, for many eyes, to be the prototypical <coughs> NFL quarterback, even more so than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is special, but for different reasons. Justin Herbert, just in what you look for in a quarterback, hits all the boxes. And if you just look at his raw numbers, they're incredible. I mean, I saw this um, last night, Adam Schefter. Through three seasons, Justin Herbert has the most passing yards through the first three seasons in NFL history. His 94 passing touchdowns are the second most through the first three NFL seasons in NFL history. And his total QBR of 64 is the fourth best in the NFL since his rookie season in 2020. So he has all the raw data you look for. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, and you kind of alluded to it here, is for all of his ability and all his stats and as stacked as that roster is, why don't they win more? In three seasons, Justin Herbert, 25 and 24. If you look at advanced metrics like DVOA and EPA and all these different combinations, he's not the upper echelon quarterback that you would expect, mostly because... His teams don't win enough. He graded out as like a middle-of-the-road Kirk Cousins type of quarterback last season, If you depending on the advancements you look at. And so if you are the Los Angeles Chargers and you have already have a history of making Derwin James the highest paid at his position in NFL history, uh, Joey Bosa at one point was the highest paid at his position in NFL history. Now it's Justin Herbert's turn. They've had talent, and they still couldn't win. So what happens... When you mentioned it, all that talent kind of gets priced out of the equation because of the quarterback salary. Are we sure that Justin Herbert has the intangibles? Because he has all the tangibles. Are we sure he has the intangibles that are going to lead to actual wins in the regular season? Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm glad you brought up uh, some of the lackluster stats. I do have an argument it for Herbert and, and the stats. So last year, his OC was Joe Lombardi, who was... Sean Payton's guy in New Orleans, who was Drew Brees' offensive coordinator. So Lombardi structured the offense in New Orleans around Brees. Hey, we want to get it out quick. He's not a big, tall guy. Let's do short, quick passes. The arm was kind of shot, if you remember, late in Brees' career. We got to do the short, quick passes. Whether it's to Kamara out of the backfield, tight ends, curl routes, all stuff within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. And it became predictable. So Lombardi brings that to the Chargers, and it's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. You've got Justin Herbert, this strapping 6'4 Adonis, who's like a gazelle outside the pocket, has a rocket arm. Maybe, uh, he might have an, one of the best arms in the league. It's got to be right there with Allen and Mahomes. And he's uncorking bombs left and right. And Lombardi was still doing the dink and dunk stuff, like quick releases. And that's like, well, wait a sec. You got a pretty darn good offensive line. I know they had injuries last year. What are we doing? So now Lombardi's out. In steps Kellen Moore. What did Kellen Moore do in Dallas? Uh, much to the chagrin of Mike McCarthy, he wanted to light up the scoreboard with passing, deep throws, a lot of uh, bootlegs, uh, play action. Like uh, Kellen Moore is an offensive mastermind. And we talked a little bit about this on the herd, is that McCarthy didn't want that. He's like, I want to run the ball and play my lead with my defense, rest my defense so they can dominate games. It's like, no thanks, um, but that's a Dallas problem. So expect Kellen Moore to uncork the offense. I think it's optimistic that they drafted Quinton Johnston out of TCU. You now have Mike Williams, Quinton Johnston, Keenan Allen. You still have Eckler. I think this offense is going to be one of the five or six best in the league, and my guess will be Herbert has a monster season. But, Rob, then the question becomes, can they get a stop? And I'm sure you saw the stats swirling around uh, late last night. 
I got to pull it up here as I have it on my phone. But essentially, the Chargers scored the most points in the last three years, and they gave up the most allowed in the last three years. The defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. It was like 1,233 points scored, 1,256 points given up. And it's like, well, are they going to be better? I mean, you can't win paying your safety the way they are. Like, the Jets were able to uncork uh, Jamal Adams to Seattle Jamal Adams is like safeties. You don't pay them. Sorry, it just doesn't work. This isn't the Legion of Boom anymore. And the the Chargers have Derwin James. Can you fashion him into being like, I don't know, some kind of hybrid linebacker? Like, I I don't know because you can't pay linebackers. They got a cornerback who's banged up in J.C. Jackson. I like Samuel a lot. I like Bosa. Mack is starting to get up there. They never stop the run. And oh, by the way, Rob, they're in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs who are looking awfully dynastic. So, you know, I don't want to kill the Chargers for this. I don't want to um, take anything away from Herbert. But, like, I have some cautious, cautious optimism. Like, there's a chance they're resetting the, co- the head coach again after the season. Would you agree? Yeah. And, and actually, everything that you said is 100% accurate. There's a lot of blame that could be laid with the offensive lack of innovation under the previous regime. And it's entirely possible, if not likely, that with Kellen Moore calling the plays now, that they will, like you said, light up the scoreboard. They have all of the weapons. Justin Herbert is very talented. But again, that does it, that's not any different than what he's already been. He's already been the stat padding guy. Like that's that's never been in question. And it segues way into this. Now that Justin Herbert has been paid, all eyes are shifting to Joe, to Joe Burrow. And if you look at the two quarterbacks, I think on pure talent, most people would probably take Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow. If you look at the raw numbers during their three-year NFL career, Justin Herbert's got over 3,000 more passing yards. He passes for more yards per game. He's got more touchdowns. Uh, His rushing yards is higher. He's got all these different things. The reason why, however, I believe nine times out of 10 – NFL executives and even casual sports fans will take Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert every day of the week is because Joe Burrow has the thing that you cannot quantify, that does not show up in a stat sheet, that you're not going to see in a box score. He has all of the intangibles where he finds ways to win games. And 25 and 24, Justin Herbert, 24, 17 and 1, Joe Burrow, and Say what you want about the Chargers and their ownership and all that different things. I'm willing to bet that Joe Burrow came into a much much more toxic situation in Cincinnati than Justin Herbert did with the Chargers. So if Joe Burrow has these intangibles and we just saw what Justin Herbert got with his contract, let me ask you this question, Jason. What do you think Joe Burrow is going to get now from Cincinnati? Yeah, I mean... I. I mean, he's got to get more than Josh Allen, right? Um, I think the only guy who makes more money than him is Mahomes. So I would I would look at the Mahomes deal and structure something in that ballpark. Like, I don't think he's that far behind Mahomes. He's played him head-to-head as well as anybody. Um, I love Herbert. I mean, Burrow's got, Burrow's got a better receiver in Jamar Chase than anything Herbert's had. Um, Mahomes has the better coach in Andy Reid. So, like, Mahomes and Burrow have an edge on Herbert, but I don't think it's by much. Like, Rob... I know we can't do this, and it's a little silly, but Herbert and Reed, what are they? Like, they're probably winning Super Bowls and, and win, collecting MVPs, right? If, if Herbert's there instead of Mahomes, like, that's how good Herbert is. Um, 
He just doesn't have Andy Reid. And Burrow's excuse is, well, he's got Jamar Chase, who is basically a go-up-and-get-it guy. And I know Mike Williams is good and Keenan Allen's good, but the Bengals also have Lou Amaruno, the great defensive coordinator who is probably the best defensive coordinator in the league that's not a head coach. Uh, surprising that he hasn't gotten any looks. He's been tremendous winning in Cincinnati, whether uh, it was two years ago or last year. Like, they w- get guys, shuttle through. Like, they've done a pretty damn good job. I-, I know the Chargers have a great roster. Ultimately, I think it comes down to the coaching. Um, and I-, I just haven't seen it with the Chargers, and uh, Cincinnati has it. So I'd give Burrow basically whatever he wants. You know, hey, Joe, do you want to be in the Mahomes ballpark? you want to compete with him for the next decade? Then we should do a contract slimmer to his. Burrow shouldn't push back on that, should he? I'll tell you what. If I'm Joe Burrow, I'm asking for, let's see. Justin Herbert got $262.5 million over five years. Basically, $194 million guarantee when clear injury. If I'm Joe Burrow, I'm asking for five years, 265 just a little bit more than over the total uh, annual value. But I want all 265 fully guaranteed. Oh, so you're gonna play that game? Absolutely. Someone's got to. Ooh. I mean, friend of the show, Andrew, I mean, I, Andrew listen, Brown was I, on I Twitter going it. off on on the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes for that sham of a contract. They want everyone to believe that he got half a billion dollars, but when you look at the average annual value and the total guarantee, that's nowhere near what an, a top flight NFL quarterback should get. So someone's got to do it. I hope it's Joe Burrow. Uh, again, like uh, Patrick Mahomes is a unique situation. His dad was a professional baseball player. Um, I think he's cleaning up with the ads. Like, he's making a ton of money. Like, at some point, and we could talk about this if you want, with the Mbappe situation, like, how much money is enough? Um, again, I'm not in that stratosphere, so I don't know. But if, if, if I'm Joe Burrow and I demand all of it fully guaranteed and the Bengals say, oh, we're not doing that, you know, we're going to franchise tag you or something, then it gets really weird and, and, and you're stuck there for two years and then it gets ugly. I don't know. I, frankly, it's me. It's funny, Rob. I was... Just having this discussion with some of the guys on my men's league basketball team, and uh, this is going to sound so losery, but I'm like, you know, I haven't been playing well lately. I'm not able to play as much as I did last year. Last year, last summer, I was playing like three days a week, and I was really good. I was at the top of my game. Now, work, family, I'm not able. I play them once a week. That's not going to cut it. And I go out, and I'm not shooting well, and it's feel, I feel like, listen, I'm hurting the team. I'm going to sit myself down. I'm going to play less. I want to win. If that means I'm taking fewer shots and playing fewer minutes, I don't care. I want the titles. But again, this is like a fun men's rec league. This ain't, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, if Burrow is upset over like $20 million, like that sounds like that's not a big deal when you're getting 250 mil. But tell me it's not when it's my money and $20 million. And, and Mbappe, the soccer player who has a $750 million offer from the Saudis, how, how does he not take that for a year? $750 million? I, I, that's almost impossible to quantify. Like, what could you possibly do with that kind of money? And I, I just, I, I, I don't know what, I, I can't imagine that Burrow's going to pull a stunt like that and be that demanding, but we'll see. Um, let's quickly go to Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants, Rob. This is a little bit of a puzzling situation. So, this is the first time since, I believe, 1994 that, Someone has been tagged, but they've let the player modify the tag. Saquon Barkley doing a lot of complaining on podcasts, doing a lot of complaining on the running back Zoom call. Basically to anybody in the media, hey, I'm not going to show up for week one. I I don't know how much longer. I might not show up for the season. Who knows? I don't want to do that, but I might. And Rob, I just wonder if New York Giants, the, the front office that got spooked, 
when Daniel Jones and his father demanded a ton of money and they were like, oh, we just went to the playoffs. We won a game. We got to pay him. And now Saquon's chirping and they're like, oh, guys, we got, we got to take care of our players. Xavier McKinney in the Giants locker room is saying, we're behind him. Let's just give him, let's give him an extra million dollars. So essentially, Saquon Barkley gets an extra $900,000, which is, you know, really good money. But in his field, is it great? I don't know. He gets $2 million of it up front as a signing bonus for your troubles, if you will. And now he shows up. And it's all good. It's kumbaya. And, like, I'm happy the deal got done. And I, I guess if I'm wondering, what Rob, what are those other running backs like who were on that call? Austin Eckler. Um, I assume Zeke Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook were on the call. I'm assuming they were on the call. But what are they thinking? Damn. Saquon. Saquon won. What about us? Like, we just talked about this. Is, are they going to be all in it together? Or is it every man for themselves? And it kind of is every man for themselves. Um so Saquon's back with the Giants. I don't foresee a massive year um, for them. The schedule's tough. I don't think the team's very good. I think Jones is overrated. But uh, it feels good to have Saquon back. Like It feels like a win for him. Oh, I could not disagree with you more. I mean, it's a win oh, for the really? Giants. I think Saquon Barkley took the biggest L in recent contract negotiation history. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their hand cook, test results, and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You mentioned the extra million or $900,000. That's incentives that he has to hit. And in order to hit those incentives, he'd have to rush for over... 1,350 rushing yards with a playoff berth. That has to be together. That's one portion. He has to have 11 touchdowns and he has to have 65 receptions. Last season, he had a career high 1,312 rushing yards, which is less. He had 10 rushing touchdowns, 11 is career highs. Wait, wait, I thought you said he only needed 1,100 rushing yards. He needs 1,350. Okay, 1,350. So he needs to have a career high in rushing yards. He needs to tie his career high in touchdowns. And last season, he had a team leading 57 catches. He needs 65 catches to reach his incentive. So for him to hit those three marks, 1350, 11, 65, those numbers would rank in the top five of every single one of those running back categories last season. He'd have to be a first team all pro, basically, and his team would have to make the playoff for him to get the $900,000. But the worst part of this whole negotiation is, he threatens to sit out the season and doesn't even skip training camp. He's showing up for work for practice. He didn't have to sign the tag. He could have signed the tag the night before week one and got the full $10 million. And on top of that, this is probably the most egregious point. He agrees to the deal, which is highly incentivized, which he's probably not going to get realistically. He's not going to get the 400000 He might get one of those three things. But the deal does not include a no franchise tag clause moving forward, which means we could have this same thing happen again. Mm. Like this is the reason why the NFL players keep getting screwed because these guys are unwilling to take a hard stance on anything. Well, I I, I did see that. I I mean, again, in the contract is one thing. I wonder if there's a handshake deal. We won't tag you. And I asked that, Rob, because according to reports after the deal was signed, the Giants tried to trade Saquon back in March, and his representatives were on board with it. Apparently, they reached out to nearly a dozen teams. Now, Rob, this is like an entirely new, another story, but this whole sports media stuff, you're telling me that Saquon's agent, the Giants, and nearly a dozen teams knew that Saquon was on the market and being talked about in trades, and nobody reported it? Not one reporter? What are we doing here? Are, are the reporters basically just, hey, you're allowed to report this. Go ahead. And nobody was allowed to report? Nobody had this? I think that's just, that's kind of embarrassing. It just shows how many of these NFL reporters are in the pockets of the league and the teams and the agents, and they, they're not allowed to report stuff. Like, not a whisper that Saquon Barkley's being talked about in trades. I think that's kind of weak. And now for it to come out, and that's why I think I wonder if, the Giants are probably willing to ship him after this so he doesn't get tagged. And I'll quickly say this. Last year, 
when Barkley had more than 15 carries, Giants were 7-1-1. One, one. Feed the beast. He, they do well. Uh, it looks like he played in 16 games and missed. Yeah, he missed one game. And you could argue that, hey, the offensive line is a little more experienced this year. Thomas, the young kid, is not as young anymore. And Barkley's going to run wild. Maybe he'd hit some of those incentives. Maybe he doesn't. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm rooting for him. I, I don't root for the Giants, but I do. Uh, I will root for Saquon Barkley on this. Rob, before we close it out, I just I needed to ask, and we don't need to go long on this. I know the NBA, anytime I say we don't need to go long, we end up arguing for 10 minutes. Jalen Brown just signed the richest contract in NBA history. I had Boston Celtics friends, I don't have many of them, texting me, why did Boston do this deal? They didn't understand why Jalen Brown would get so much money. And I, it, was, it felt like a basic question. Well, they could because he made All-NBA, Jalen Brown of the Celtics was eligible for the Supermax. And you know how that works, Rob. I'm eligible for the Supermax. Give it to me. And if you don't, I will play for one year and then I'm out. There's no franchise tag situation in the NBA. So then Boston would have had to trade Jalen Brown and with one year left on his deal, like, who's, who's, who's trading for Jalen Brown when he could just pick his spot the following year? Maybe a handful of teams would have said, we'll take a flyer on Jalen Brown and we will, uh, we'll hope to entice him and win with him and convince him, hey, this is the city you need to be in. But overall, there would not have been a robust market for Jalen Brown. So they had to pay him this. And I know a lot of people don't like it. And it's a bad look for the league. I said on the herd, I don't think he's a top 15 player in the league. And I know he was second team all NBA and that's good and well, but it's, we're talking about a two-time all-star. I mean, we could go down the list of who would you rather have. Jalen Brown, he's a nice player. Obviously very good. Like I remember the NBA finals against the Warriors. Tatum was a little tired, and Wiggins was kind of not locking him up, but Tatum was struggling a bit. Spotlight was on him. He was tired for sure. And Jalen Brown was their best player, I think, for about three games in that series. And you're like, okay, Jalen Brown's got something. But the turnovers, I saw a stat. He has more turnovers than assists in the last, like, three playoffs total. And it's like, he's not a rookie anymore. Like, that can't happen. He's just dribbling into oblivion and doesn't really have a left hand. Again, I'm not looking in his pockets. I don't care that he got a, he's going to make $70 million in the final year. If it looks bad, Rob, I think we'd agree after one year, Boston will say, hey, we got Jalen Brown for four years. You know, if we send him to Charlotte, Charlotte, he's yours for four years. You can't get stars. You're not getting free agents. Do you want Jalen Brown? Build around him. And I'm, I, I think this is just how the modern NBA works now. Give him a contract. And if you have to trade him later, trade him. Thousand percent, and 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 if I were a betting man, I would bet that he does not see the end of that contract extension in Boston, either because they decided that the Tatum Brown pairing doesn't work, and they got to trade one of them. So obviously, you're going to keep Tatum if you can, or just because he asked out, and we talked about this before that he's gone on the record several times that he's not exactly fond of living in Boston. So I wouldn't be surprised if he dipped out. <laughs> but um, look, that. $304 million sounds ridiculous right now, but I do remember a time not too long ago where Mike Conley, who famously had never made an all-star team, was the highest oh. paid player in NBA history at the time. And huh. this is nothing more than Jalen Brown 
becoming a free agent or becoming extension eligible, excuse me, at the perfect time. The new TV revenue is kicking in. You're going to see a lot more contracts that are even bigger than this. I read last night on social media that we're basically two years away from Shea Gilgis Alexander becoming the first $400 million contract man. And like, that's just the reality. That's where it's going to be. And if I'm Boston, just to make it summarize it quickly, they are a championship contending team right now, as it stands. You don't lose your asset for nothing. You pay him now. You figure out the rest of it later. Point blank, period. Yeah. It's not a great look for the NBA when like, you know, the Mike Conley, I remember that he made like $135 million. I think he was with the Jazz or was he Grim- Grizzlies at the time? I believe at that time it was the Grizzlies. It might have been the Grizzlies, yeah. But it, it's one of those things like you have to pay them or you're going to lose them for nothing. And you, you can't do that You because the NBA is so tough when you lose like a point guard. And Conley was really good. Um, I don't think he was like a top, was he a top 10 point guard ever, ever? I don't know. It's like an Eli Manning situation, except he doesn't have championships. Right. Like Eli Manning was never a top five quarterback in the league ever, never. And he's got two Super Bowls and like, you know, he's eaten for life. But um, yeah, so the Jalen Brown thing, I can't hate. I'm sure a lot of people are going to bag on him. Bro, get that cheddar. We're all, we're rooting for everybody, right? Uh, all right. That's a lengthy podcast on a Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow with the one and only Preston Johnson. We'll talk to you then. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.